welcome to the Resilient Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Whitby. Recently, I was invited as a guest speaker on the Retained Recruiter Show, which is a weekly LinkedIn Live hosted by our good friends at iIntro. The topic was how to get more clients with content marketing. iIntro told me that this was one of the most popular live streams that they'd ever produced, and they've given me permission to share the recording with you on this podcast. So what you're about to hear is me talking with two people, James O'Brien and Joe Gregory, about how to get an ROI from investing some time and effort on content marketing. So what is content marketing? Content marketing is a marketing strategy that involves creating and distributing valuable, relevant content to your target audience on a consistent basis. You might think of it as education-based marketing. In essence, you're providing market insight and thought leadership that will benefit your clients and your candidates. And the benefit to you is that it positions you as an authority, someone with expertise, a trusted advisor instead of just a vendor. So with that context, let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Retained Recruiter Show. My name is James. And my name is Joe. And as you can see today, we are, we are also joined by somebody else. So we're, gonna, we're looking forward to a really exciting show. Um, Mark, we're going to come on to introduce you in a second. Um, but yeah, welcome everybody. Thanks very much for joining us. Anyway, yeah, Mark, we're, we're, we are delighted that you've joined us today. And for everybody listening, if you've not met Mark Whitby, Mark is the founder of Recruitment Coach, the world's leading coaching program for recruitment business owners. And since 2001, wow, that's 22 years, he's trained over 10,000 plus recruiters in 34 countries, uh, which is extremely impressive. He's helped countless recruiters like you, all, all of you people listening today, to double or even triple their billings within six to 12 months and business owners to 10 times their company growth. Having worked closely with hundreds of recruiting, staffing, and executive search firms around the world, Mark has a unique insight into how the top-producing recruiters and fast-growing companies operate. And as we're going to discover today, Mark has got a lot of great information on how he's going to help all of us. And Joe, let's talk us through, or let's guide us through what the uh, topics are for today's, today's discussion. Yes, we're very excited. So Mark, we're going to pick your brains today. Um, so we're talking about how clients can, um, you can get more clients with content marketing. So keep which I know one of the biggest ones that I suffer from. So how do we overcome writer's block? How do we overcome procrastination when it comes to writing content or posting content, wherever we might be posting it? Um, on that note, which types of marketing content gets the best results? Because I know sometimes we can get a bit overwhelmed with what should I actually be posting? Uh, what makes content marketing most effective? So, you know, where can I get the best return on investment? Um, and then how do I best implement inbound uh, and also outbound? efforts and maybe just a little bit about differences um between those two so um those are our talking points james yeah yeah mark so not much for you to go on there so uh, welcome <laughs> all right i'm excited this is one of my favorite topics and here with some of my favorite people so uh i've been friends with iintro for many years so i thank you for inviting me hey, you're very welcome of course as, as ever where do you want to where do you want to kick in, Mark? I mean, yeah, I gave you a little bit of an intro there. Uh, I probably yeah. could have said a lot more, by the way. And for any of you who haven't looked up, please you know, look up uh, Mark on on LinkedIn um, and and do subscribe to the Resilient Recruiter podcast as well. By the way, uh, that's an amazing tool. I think Mark has has uh, sort of you know spoken. To, is, it, is it over a hundred business leaders, Mark? Am I having? Yeah, it's coming right up for two hundred now. Wow, two hundred. Sorry, I was underselling you. Apologies. <laughs> right, no problem. It's uh, yeah. So. Look, I'm evangelical about content marketing um, because, well, it's transformed my own business and it's, we've also seen the power of content marketing for our own 
coaching clients as well. So I would say at least 80% of our new clients come from inbound leads from content marketing. So that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely, I mean, it's huge for us. So we really believe in it. We practice it and we teach it to our clients as well. Uh, sounds brilliant. I mean, that's where we need to get everybody to. I think, uh, and, and I imagine the uh, the countless number of people who are actually listening in, whether it's live or on replay, Mark, uh, is going to fascinate them as well. So it's great to have evangelists on the show because the passion will then come through the airwave, so to speak. So yeah, let's let's absolutely. kick off, shall we? Well, yes, absolutely. You guys are you guys are doing it right now. Like this live stream <laughs> is an example. This is a perfect example of content marketing, right? You guys have the Retain Recruiter Show. You're sharing value consistently with the recruiter community and uh, that consistently sharing value expertise um, is the definition of, of content marketing and it builds your audience. It makes people uh, interested in iintro and what you guys offer because they can see that you're sincere, you, you genuinely want to help, that you're knowledgeable and so they're attracted in by the topics and the guests, perhaps, that you're inviting on your show. But then they start to know, like, and, and trust, you know, both of you, Joe and James. And, and so um, that's, that brings them into your world, into the top of the funnel. And then I'm sure, you know, many of those become clients of iintro by first learning about you on the Retain Recruiter Show. So that's a, what you guys are doing is a perfect example. Mm. Which, which, um, um, and we love doing the show as well because we get to, you know, talk to people like you. Just, it's a big learning experience for us. I mean, there's lots of different types of content out there, isn't there? What, what, what's good to, to use as content, do you think? I know we talked about videos. What could people use that's easy for them to use that have spent forever trying to, you know, create, um, but that would add value to their audience, do you think? Yeah. Okay, great. So... Yeah, there's so many things that people can do uh, to create content. Um, so you guys are doing uh, LinkedIn Live. I've got the, re uh, the Resilient Recruiter podcast. And um, we've, helped, we've helped quite a few recruitment business owners to launch their own podcast, by the way. But that is a bigger commitment and with more complexity, more moving parts. So the simplest, easiest way for people to get started with content marketing and generate an ROI is through posting original content on LinkedIn. That's where anyone who joins our program, that is the very first thing that we get them doing in terms of content marketing. Um, you know, later we move on to more advanced strategies and, and you know, being strategic and, and building their brand. But the beauty of posting original content on LinkedIn is that it's available to anybody, right? You don't have to be, have a big company. You don't have to have a marketing team. You know, every solo recruiter, small boutique search firm, or even individual recruiter working in a company, uh, that opportunity is available to you, okay? So anybody can do it. Number two, there is a measurable ROI that I can absolutely guarantee you if you're consistent over time, that's the key is consistency over time. But there is a, a huge measurable ROI and I can give you guys some examples later if you want. Um, but number three, it can, it's fun. It actually is fun to, because you get positive feedback, you get engagement from 
your network, and you spark conversations with people who maybe you're already connected to or people you're not connected to yet. Um, and those conversations, those connections, and that sharing of knowledge that you're, you know, that you're creating actually complements and amplifies all of your other business development activities. Okay. So that's really, the, I'm not saying that you should stop outbound and only do content marketing. It's not either or, it's both. So we need to be doing Absolutely. both and they support each other. You know, when you say there, Mark, the, the, the word that sometimes strikes fear and it comes back to that writer's block that Joe was mentioning is um, finding the original content. That's interesting. I used to work with um, an interesting guy many years ago now, but uh, he's very big on LinkedIn. His name's Andy McCaskill. I don't know if you've ever come across him, Mark. Yeah. But um, I remember talking to Carl, this was back in 2014, something like that. And he's a good writer. You know, he's, you know some people have a, a natural talent for that type of thing. But I remember we were just talking and we were in the office and it was a Monday morning. And, uh, and he said, yeah, I just wrote something last night and, uh, and he was watching some other program. He said, why don't you try and create a story out of what you wrote last night? And he was saying this to, to the team. He was, he was running the hiring team down there for us uh, in, in the business room. And then uh, so, and I thought, well, yeah, I thought, well, last night I watched Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. <laughs> How can I make something out of that? Uh, but the, yeah, so, so yeah, what we did, we just did a little bit. We came and said, well, watching Antiques Roadshow it reminded me how recruitment processes are antiquated and out of date. And what oh, happens is you bring back things through and you can then sort of, you know, reverse that round. So, yeah, that was a piece of original content that we wrote and put out, you know, for example, to make it through. So sometimes little sparks can come from anywhere, but that word originality, I think, is one of those things. How does that originality tie in with things like ChatGPT, Mark? Because obviously everyone's going to ChatBT, say, write me a blog or write me an article for LinkedIn. How, how, does, that, uh, how does that come through? Yeah, do, don't do it that way. Um, I'll <laughs> tell you, you, can, you can absolutely <laughs> leverage. You can you can uh, leverage generative AI like ChatGPT, and there's other tools, many other tools that we we use. But the key is uh, keeping it authentic, original, and you know, um, being relatable at yourself. So it's sharing your knowledge, right, and in a relatable, authentic way. But in terms of like, where do you, where do you start? Where do you get ideas? This is a lot like going to the gym guys. It's like the hardest part is just getting started. And then yeah. you, we need to make it habitual. And the more you do it, the easier it gets and the more fun it becomes. Um, because at first, yeah, it might seem like, oh, I don't know what to, what to talk about. And we actually have a program for our clients where we get them to plan 30 days of content in 30 minutes. But really, all we're giving them is a structure, a framework, and some prompts, i.e. questions or topic ideas to get them thinking. But I'll give you one of those right now. And that is, um, think about the business conversations you're already having every day. Think about a conversation you had with a client or a candidate the day or yesterday. And I'm sure like you've, you can, there's one conversation that stands out that you could, that could inspire a LinkedIn post. Okay. The reason this is an awesome source of content is number one, we're always having new conversations, right? And so it's like an endless, limited supply, unlimited supply, I'm trying to say, of content ideas. Um, but number two, it's going to be relevant to your target audience because, mm -hmm. for example, maybe you're talking to a hiring manager and they're frustrated or, you know, they're expressing uh, a challenge with hiring. Okay. Now, by sharing, obviously you're going to do that anonymously. You're not going to name the 
person that you had the conversation with, but you're going to distill the essence of that conversation into a LinkedIn post. And those same challenges, those same frustrations, those same pain points that one hiring manager is experiencing is going to resonate really strongly with the other clients that you want to reach. And so that post is going to grab their attention and they're going to think, oh, wow, she really understands, you know, she understands my problems, my pain. She's showing empathy and expertise here. So then it makes you immediately credible and it draws people to you. And so this is where ChatGPT is not going to be able to replicate a, a story about a genuine conversation that you had with a customer where there is emotion you're sharing that story, you're telling a story about a real case, a real person and bringing the emotion into it, ChatGPT is not going to be able to do that, okay? Now, what you can absolutely use, we actually found uh, for writing, we prefer a tool called Clode.ai. It's in the, the person's name, C-L-A-U-D-E. And we find it's better for writing than, than ChatGPT. But what you can do is, because sometimes we have people who say, look, I've, I'm dyslexic or I'm just not, a, I don't have a facility with written, you know, uh, with words, right? I can speak. You know, a lot of recruiters are great at talking, right? They may or may not be as confident with writing. So if you have an idea for an article and you can put um, the, the, the basics into a tool like ChatGPT and just ask it to write you a LinkedIn post based on, you, what you've inputted then and polish it up, then that's fine. What you can even do is, uh, now there may be G GDPR considerations here, so I'm not advising you to do this, but something that I would certainly have no problem doing is uh, we record all of our sales calls, all of our coaching calls, et cetera. And, and I would encourage recruiters to do the same. Record your recruiting calls, record your sales calls, especially if they're on Zoom or Teams or what have you. You can take a transcript of that conversation and you could upload it to one of these tools and say, you know, write me a LinkedIn post about the, you know, key challenges, frustrations and the solution we came up with or something like mm -hmm. that. Right. And then it's taking an actual situation and coming up with content for you. I'm going to stop talking and let you guys. No, no, no Mark, I think you gave great advice there because that that yeah. bit about ChatGPT not being the answer. I mean, I was sort of the answer. Yeah, you know, that's going to be the the answer to all my prayers. It's not, um, and uh, you were really sort of direct on that response, which um, is fascinating. Uh, and I think, yeah, by the way, we both got different ideas of, of get, eventually getting to the gym. It eventually becomes fun, but that's a different story for another day. <laughs> but I get I get the concept of what you're talking about. I suppose one of the things that sits there, Mark, is when people look at this, is how much time. Do you need to put aside to do content marketing? Because, you know, when you said when you said there that, you know, you spoke about a 30 day content plan. So it's something that yeah, we, we talk a lot about as well, Mark. We, we complement each other quite nicely. And one of the things we talk about in the Retained Recruiter Academy ourselves when we're sort of training, training recruiters is to think about that planning section. Mm -hmm. And some of the content that we uh, suggest is is inspirational rather than actual as in to give people the inspiration and drive. And that's what we try to give uh, through our training program. It's, it's, it, as I say, it complements what you do. Yours is more, you know, more specific in, in, the, in the detail on that side, but we'll certainly do that there. But how much time should, should one put aside for, for doing, you know, writing content or preparing it? Okay, great question. It depends on how frequently you're going to post. But so the step one is commit to a schedule, okay? Are you going to post five days a week, seven days a week, 
three times a week, two times a week. Obviously, uh, daily is ideal, but not all of us can sustain that. So you need to pick something that you can commit to and sustain con consistently. Okay, so let's say it's three times a week. All right. So that means you need to post approximately 12 times per month. Um, so like you could, let's say, uh, ideally, it takes you 20 minutes per post. Okay, and you can do that three times a week. That means you need an hour a week to mm -hmm. write that content. Okay, so hopefully everybody listening or watching could carve out an hour per week to generate three posts, especially, and this is the important bit, like to do anything, whether it's going to the gym or posting on LinkedIn or launching a podcast, whatever it is you want to do, you have to have the desire, the motivation to want to do that. And in order to have the motivation, you have to believe that you're going to get something from it. You're going to get some kind of result, right? So uh, one quick example is Rich Rosen is a guy I've had on my podcast a couple of times. Um, he's a software sales recruiter in Boston. And he would, had never posted on LinkedIn, or I won't say never, but he seldomly posted on LinkedIn. And he came to one of our events and we inspired him to go for it. And he's told us that he generated $100,000 in business within 45 days just from starting to post a couple of times a week and put a few videos out there. Um, and he was, he was amazed, but that there really is an ROI. So if you believe that you're going to get a result and you just commit to a schedule, like literally an hour a week is enough to get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I think as well. It, yeah. And, um, uh, recruiters being as such, I think there is a, there is an element of wanting to get instant gratification from LinkedIn. Of and course. that's not really how content marketing works, is it? Right. Um, so we've talked there about, you know, how much time do you need to give it in order to actually onto the, whatever platforms you're using. Um, my other question would be, how long do you think you need to give it, Mark, before you start? I know it's a piece of string type situation, but but how long do you think you need to give it before you might start to be seeing some engagement results? Yeah. Uh, so this is, this is a forever strategy. Okay. This is like um, investing part of your income into a pension or investing like X number of hours per week to run or go to the gym. This is not something that you like, you're not going to say, okay, I'm going to do this for eight weeks and then I'll be good. I'll have invested all I need to. I'll have exercised all I need to. Like we want to create something positive that you're doing that you just basically will do forever. And then this question doesn't really, I think it's the wrong question to say, well, how, how quickly will I get results? Right. That's of, of course we all want that instant gratification, but, um, all I can, I, like, I can't guarantee you when those results are going to, are going to come. And it's a bit like, you know, it's the same with any business development or marketing activity. Like I could cold call all day and not get anything out of it, but then, and then I might say, well, that doesn't work. So I'm not going to do that anymore, but maybe the next day I pick up two new clients. Right. Uh, so it's about, you know, being in the right place at the right time, but by showing up on LinkedIn consistently, you're giving yourself the opportunity to be in that right place at the right time. And more importantly, you're, being, you're creating what we call top of mind awareness, TOMA, okay? Mm -hmm. So one of our clients, Mike Williams, has this awesome uh, 
hybrid strategy of outbound and inbound. So he cold calls every day. It's just part of his daily practice in order to build his business. By the way, Mike uh, has billed $1.2 million in the very first 15 months of his business. And he's just a phenomenal recruiter. So he cold calls every day. But the other thing he does is he posts on LinkedIn every day. And and when he put, when he makes a new connection on LinkedIn, he calls them. And when he calls someone, has a conversation, he connects on LinkedIn. So he's he's uh, combining both those strategies. And what happens is that he cold calls someone. Most people, the very first time you call them, you're not going to do business with them right then and there, right? But then he's connecting with them, and then they're seeing his content in their newsfeed, and they're coming to know, like, and trust him. And he told us a story about. Uh, a hiring manager who called, he cold called her. And then months later, uh, he got an inbound order from that company because, and he'd forgotten all about it. Uh, but because they'd seen his content over and over in their newsfeed, they, he was the first recruiter they thought of when they had a hiring need. So that's what we're trying to create. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's hard though, because um, he won't have known that she was seeing his content and looking at it and it was building that level of familiarity to such an extent that then it triggered her, um, you know, ask, you know, con- connecting with him or contacting him. I think that's sometimes the hardest thing about engagement is you don't, other than likes and comments, which isn't everything, is it? And that's, you know, I want to ask you a question on that as well in a bit. But, sure. you know, other than that, silence isn't necessarily rejection. It's, it's, it, it could be working. It's just that you can't necessarily see people's reactions Absolutely. to what you're posting. In fact, when people start doing this and then they, the, the beauty of it is like then when you do call someone or you send them a, a, a LinkedIn connection request or a direct message on LinkedIn, then often they'll say, oh, uh, I already, I follow your content, Joe. Uh, and they already know who you are, which dramatically increases your response rate, Yeah. right? Even though you didn't know that they were reading your content, They'd never commented, they'd never liked any of your posts, but they were seeing it and it was having an impact. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've got a little takeaway from what Mark just said there. Um, and uh, yeah, it's interesting when you, you bring the, the parallel between business development, cold calling and content marketing. And so the, my little takeaway is content marketing, like business development, is a forever activity. Mm. So Definitely. Uh, I think that, that's, uh, that's where we need to take that one through. So I think uh, that's so, that helpful. There is a distinction though, and and this is why, like if you need business today or next week, then you know you need to use outbound, okay? But uh, if you're trying to build a brand and um, you know become a, a recognized authority in your space and ultimately to generate inbound leads, then you know content marketing will deliver that over time. Uh, but all it it's just this virtuous cycle. Um, so it's hard to really explain to someone who's not experienced it, but I want you to just imagine how many opportunities and people you could attract into your life, into your business by just putting yourself out there and sharing value with your ecosystem that you serve. The, the, the rewards that come from that are just absolutely mind-blowing in terms of goodwill, in terms of, you know, people just feel con- uh, connected to you and you may have never spoken to them before. And that is so powerful. So like I, so many amazing things have happened to me since I launched my podcast in 2019 
from obviously attracting new clients, but then, you know, some of those clients then in, refer to you to other people. And then, you know, so I can think of one example, one lady who found us through the podcast uh, is Gail Audibert, who's the president of the Pinnacle Society. So she heard about us through the podcast and then she invited me to speak at their annual conference, which led to us getting more clients, which then led to more referrals. And it's just this massive snowball, mm -hmm. which all stems back from that decision I made in 2019 to launch this podcast. I had no idea what I was doing. It was overwhelming and intimidating, but I just decided to go for it and get started and ask Greg Savage if he'd be my first guest and he, he agreed to do it. So I interviewed him and I published it. And now I've done it almost 200 times and we've gotten good at it over time. But when I first started, I had no clue what I was doing, but I just had faith that something positive would come out of it. And that's definitely been the case. Well, Mark, the secret to getting ahead is getting started. And so, you know, hats off to you back in 2019 uh, in terms of getting that that particular piece. And it sort of answers in a, an indirect way one of my questions. It, but, you know, you've answered eloquently throughout this call because there is no instant result. Yeah, like, as you said, if you want the instant gratification, you need to need some business tomorrow. You've got to do something else. But that long, t medium to long term, yeah, it's not, you know, and I'm saying medium to long, not short to medium, but medium to long term is it becomes that forever activity that you spoke about and it, it gets easier is what you're saying as well because yep. but you what you've got to do it's like one of those things you know, how many days do you have to do something for it to be a habit is it 56 days or something like that that somebody said 21 is, yeah, is it 21 okay well it <laughs> may be 66 <laughs> me to go to that gym but i think yeah whatever <laughs> if you if you keep on doing it it gets easier doesn't it in terms of, of what we're trying to do and obviously you know our focus mark as you know and this is where it ties in nicely because then your content position you as an authority that authority and the, the type of clients we work with and most of our clients are very you know Again, we share a lot of clients, Mark, thank God. Yeah. Uh, you know, we work on the retained market. And as you would have seen a banner up there, if you want to download something, have a look at retainedroadmap.com uh, and that'll sort of give you some ideas on what to do. Because these are all the things that uh, Joe and I and Mark in, in, his, in, in his business compared to our business, this is what we try and help people with. And I don't know whether, you, I, think, well, I, don't, I thought you were going to jump in, Joe, earlier because Mark was talking about the mindset. Mm. Yeah, and again, that's something that you major on a lot because one of your favorite topics when you're training people. So, yeah, I think that's uh, helpful for people to come through as well. So yeah. uh, really interesting stuff. Joe, any more Ooh. questions? Yes, I've got, I, I have got about a thousand questions. I'm going to try you don't and have to raise your hand, though, Joe. Well, it does too. Thank you. <laughs> It'd be our show. Um, yeah. Thank you for the comments, by the way. There's some comments coming in as well, which is great. So if anyone else has any questions, we will try and, we'll try and answer them. Or, of course, if you're not, you can connect with all of us after yeah. this as well. Um, so we talked about podcasts. We talked about lots of other things. I think sometimes writer's block kicks in a little bit. I love um, sort of marketing in real time. Think about what you're doing and then use that because it's, it's relevant and it's authentic and that's a great yes. tip. What do you think in terms of, of video versus audio versus images versus et cetera, what do you yes. think is going to get the best engagement from in your opinion, from what you've seen? Um, okay. So there are pros and cons to all of those things. And, um, ideally you want to do a variety of all of the above Joe. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, you know, some written just text only posts, post, uh, publish some polls, do an image based post, do a video. You can record a video on your smartphone. You know, literally it doesn't have, you don't have to overcomplicate it. Uh, so ideally all of the above, but I guess um, in an ideal world, you'd be sharing video and 
or images you featuring yourself. So maybe you with a client or you with your team, things like that. You at an industry conference because you want people to get to know you and recognize you and to perceive you as that authority. So they have to know who you are and what you look like, right? And then video is even more powerful because they hear your voice. They see, they get a feeling for your personality more so than they would from a written, uh, a, a written post. But having said all that, we just want people to do whatever they're going to be able to maintain consistently, right? And if just writing a written post is that's it, then, then that's what you should do. And like I've interviewed a lot of people on the show and that's literally all they do. So I'm thinking of uh, Mike Williams being one we mentioned earlier, Alex Elliott, I've had on the show a couple of times. He's a British entrepreneur. You guys mm -hmm. might know Alex. Um, these, you, they just do text only posts. Yeah. And that yeah. can build them a really great following. So you don't have to overcomplicate it. Video would be awesome. But mm -hmm. if, if, if you feel more comfortable just getting started with text, then that's what you should do. Or pictures, which yep. let's talk about marketing in real time as I okay. waft my hands around because my lights have gone off in my office. There we are. Um, this would make a great post, wouldn't it? There you go. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. What we've been doing today with the wonderful Mark Whitby. So that would be my post for tomorrow now, which is great. So there you go. Instant, instant posting content. So Joe, yeah, you mentioned like, where do you get ideas? Once you start yes. concentrating on, oh, I'm going to post three times a week ideas will start coming to you and it's spotting those opportunities day to day. Like you and your team are going to an event or you're involved in a conference or you're doing like just capturing those moments that of what you're already doing and sharing those, you know, there's endless opportunities there. Yeah. I remember once being told it was a brilliant tip because you've got this with you all the time and you look at articles and the feed and you, if it, just keep a swipe file, take pictures, screenshot yeah. things, keep a file of like an inspiration file um, so you can dip into that. And I do that now. Right. And you're right. Every day now I see about, I've got like a buildup of things that I want to post about. So you're right. Once you start, you can't really stop. Um, I've got a final question. If we've got, you, you mentioned ROI before yeah. and you said that there would be a way of um, kind of measuring. Would you mind sharing a little bit of that with us? Certainly. So, I mean, look, without getting overly complicated, just simply always asking, oh, how did you hear about us? Or what... Uh, prompted you to call or what, why did you accept my call, et cetera. And just tracking that you'll, you know, it's not a perfect science. I'm sure that uh, a marketing, you know, uh, director would want to use tracking codes and stuff like that. But that is the simplest way for an average person to track ROI. And uh, our clients, like I mentioned, Rich earlier, have been able to measure clients who told them, I found you because of your LinkedIn content. And that has generated many, many placements and hundreds of thousands in uh, placements. I think that's a nice, simple way. And it, you know, as, as, uh, you know it, it's as old as the hills, that particular one. But sometimes we forget to go back and ask people that simple question. I just got yeah, one question. I just want to, you know, just, uh, you know Finbar um, on the comments has asked a, an interesting question. I don't know, don't know how you feel about answering this one. So let me read it out for you. Do you have any recommendations, Mark, to go from impressions to leads, especially as LinkedIn penalizes content that drives traffic to your own website? Okay. Um, Big question. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we have, um, you can do this yourself. I, I have a team member, Ryan, who's our lead gen specialist. And Every day, like full time, he's growing my network and he's sending messages and 
sparking conversations with people and booking appointments for us. Um, but what he does, it, one of the things he does on a daily basis is just look at who has engaged with our LinkedIn content and then are we already connected? And if mm -hmm. not, then let's connect. And if they are, then let's just send them a note. Hey, thanks for liking my post today. What was it about this, you know, piece of content that, you know, resonated for you or something that's going to start a conversation. So Finbar's right, like impressions in and of themselves don't generate ROI, but they are, they are a worthwhile KPI to see how much reach you're getting from your posts and be able to compare different types of posts to see which ones get more reach. But ultimately, you have to proactively um, convert those into conversations. Goes back to that Toma, doesn't it? Top of mind awareness uh, yeah. in terms mm -hmm. of the thing that you spoke about earlier. So that's uh, that's really good. Listen, um, yeah, I, I'm just conscious that uh, we said we keep people half an hour. And we sort of overrun a little bit, but Mark, okay. time flies as ever. I know. Uh, we, we are going. going we are going to welcome you back in the future. And uh, yeah, if you've on, enjoyed listening it. to Mark today. Yeah, just just watch out. He will be back with us uh, uh, either, yeah, probably in the new year at some point. We'll have a, a new year refresher for everybody. Uh, but it's been fascinating, Mark. We do appreciate you, as always, coming on and recommending us. Uh, here at iIntro, we are here to help you. Uh, if you're looking to transition all or part of your business to a more retained service and you can get in touch with us, uh, get in touch with ourselves and we'll sort of share with you how we can help you. There you go, Joe's uh, pointing it out for us. Uh, yeah, Mark, if you've not already subscribed to the Resilient Recruiter podcast, I recommend yeah. you go and find that on LinkedIn. Um, you know, watch out though, because as soon as you press it, then uh, put press your press the button. You're going to get a contact call from from Ryan, uh, which is <laughs> oh, <yeah>. fine. <laughs> now we know all the tricks, Mark. Oh, absolutely. Man. There we go. So Mark, any final, yeah, indeed. Anything finally to to leave people with a a nugget to take away? Anything anything interesting you want to say before we say goodbye? Yeah, just remember, content marketing. Anybody can do it. Uh, you will get an ROI if you're consistent and you stick with it, and it can be fun. That's my uh, final right. message for content marketing. That's great. All right, you know, thanks. Anything to, anything I, that to was... say? Oh, sorry, Mark. Didn't mean to cut across. No, you. I was just satellite delay up to Edinburgh. <laughs> uh, no, I just think it's been. I think it's been great. I think um, you know sometimes the best advice is just you know do it, try, and I think that that it doesn't have to be perfect, does it? You know, you've just got to go out and start doing it. And um, so no, I think it's been brilliant. Thank you very much, Mark. Look forward to having you back on the show at some. Yes, time. please. Uh, I look forward to it. Have a great day. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. Mark. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I uh, hope you Thank found you. some great tips, and we'll see you on the Retained Recruiter Show next time. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Resilient Recruiter. I know how busy recruiters are, so I'm honored that you're investing this time with me each week. I don't take your attention for granted. That's why I'm going all out to deliver value for you here, real insights you can apply to improve your business. And if you really want to help me to reach a wider audience and impact more people, please consider leaving the show a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you leave me a review, please reach out and let me know so I can thank you personally. Please hit the subscribe button and I'll see you next time.